Hey everyone. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Soft Thoughts, a podcast about anything, everything, or whatever's in between that. It is me, your girl, Danielle with two L's. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? Ooh, this morning, because it's still 11. It feels like time is moving so slow now. Oh my God. <sighs> anyway. Hopefully y'all doing okay. Y'all hanging in together with this whole thing that's going on outside in the world today. I'm trying, but y'all, I <laughs> I have been at work in four days, so I came back and I'm like, ooh, do I still remember how to do my job? I think I do. I think. Let's, let's just roll the dice to see what happens. <laughs> but, you know, I'm fine. It's just, it's been a while since I had been at work, so I was like, oh, Jesus. But um, we're we're doing everything to to keep it together and keep ourselves safe and everything. So, anyway, now that's out the way, I have an episode, a topic that I've been meaning to share since the beginning of time, and um, when I originally was going to post this one, I kind of was still in the the headspace um where I was still trying to figure out everything. Um, especially with how I felt with, with things at the time. Um, and I was going through therapy to try to figure that out and communicate with her and everything. So, um, I didn't feel like I was ready to, to present this one, but now I am, I think I, I got most of what I was trying to convey to y'all and hopefully y'all can understand where I'm coming from and maybe y'all can kind of stick this into your own thing so let's go ahead come sit on my couch (laughs) grab yourself some coffee we gonna have a sit and talk okay okay all right so (laughs) i sound so calm but honestly i am so terrified because this is this is one of those topics um that I would label vulnerable and can be fragilely, is fragilely a word? Well, it is today. Fragilely broken. <laughs> uh, fragile. Fragile means broken. Duh, Danielle. Okay, anyway, not going, we're not going to focus on that. I'm just saying, this is one of those topics that is hard for me to talk about because it is something that I consider. Uh, to be very, very, very dear to my heart and very, very, very sensible. And <laughs> uh, it's not easy for me to talk about it because uh, I have to be honest. I have to acknowledge the fact that this stuff, um, whether it happened to me or I allowed it to happen, has happened. And <laughs> for me to talk about it, it's just like, oof. Danielle, yeah, you don't have it together. You don't have it together. And that's okay because you're not really supposed to have it together. It's okay to mess up. And it's okay to acknowledge that you messed up. But the thing is, you have to acknowledge and you have to learn and you have to keep moving forward knowing what you learned from it. So, yeah. Why am I saying all this? Because this is all about my dating life. (laughs) 
this is all about my dating life. Um, I think my dating life started at 18 and has continued on to where I'm at now, which is 25. I have been in three relationships, um, only really, really considering one to be a somewhat legitimate relationship and I've been on one casual date <laughs> and I guess you can call it a date um that's the hard part it's like I don't know if I want to call it a date because it was never labeled a date so that's one thing I I still kind of struggle with to this day is like um taking it as it is which is a lesson I've I've learned so far so if the, the guy says, oh, we're just hanging out or you just wanted to come visit, then that's all that is. It's just a visit. It's just to hang out. It's not a date until you say it's a date for me. I have to like, <laughs> I I know this is a, a thing that I need to chill out on, but like I literally just, you, you gotta make, you gotta let it know. You just gotta let it know. You gotta make it known for me, and that's only because I've been through so many, so many guys. <laughs> I have met so many guys. I've talked to so many guys that don't say what it is, and then when I, I try to figure it out or I try to ask them what it is, or I assume that this is what it is it ends up not being that at all. And so to save me the heartache and save me the trouble, just tell me what it is. <laughs> AKA what are the first <laughs> one of the first things I put on this paper, which is this to let your intentions be known. Let it be presented and put on the table so we can eat, you know? Uh <laughs> That is a really big thing I have learned so far is is to let my intentions be known. Like, hey, I like you. I like you. Why did I think about the boondocks? <laughs> I like you and I want you. Now we're going to do this the easy way. go about it in the the sort of way that I need to go about it and you know it's all good uh I think that's a that's a really big thing that's a really big thing when it comes to people including myself who has been in friendship with benefits situations or for some reason some people don't want to call it friendship like that that's what it is that's a friendship with benefits to be honest let me let me go ahead and and, and say this look the thing about a friendship with benefits is that you're still supposed to be friends you're supposed to <laughs> you're supposed to be legit friends like if you don't feel like you can hit the person up 
and talk to them on a daily basis or you feel like you can rely on them, are they really a friend? Like, you know, I, I've I've had my share of friends uh, and I think, I think at 25, I can say what a friend is and what a friend isn't. And if they're not really considered to be what you consider to be your, your standard for a friendship, then they're not friends. They're just somebody that you wanted to, to mess along with. They're just a benefit. <laughs> they're a benefits relationship. It's a, it's a benefits type of thing, you know. Oh, gosh, it's not benefits. That's a whole other thing. I'm so sorry. It's, yeah, it's just a benefits relationship. It's, what do I want to call it? Uh, it's something. <laughs> Quite honestly, it's just something. Um, it's actually, I really don't consider someone who only wants to talk to me when they want something a friendship like come on like if you're gonna make it friends if you're gonna make it friends with benefits bring the friends along with the benefits not the benefits along with the friends like i'm just saying just saying anyway um (laughs) back to what i was originally going for before i went on that rabbit hole uh it making your intentions known when it comes to those type of situations is very important because you don't want to assume that they want a relationship until or unless they say they do. If you assume that eventually y'all will end up in a relationship, keyword assume, you're going to be up in a lot of trouble. You're not you're going to be super confused every time y'all get together and be like, "Oh, well, okay, maybe he likes me and then he don't speak to you for like almost a month." And you're like, does he actually like me? Or is is it just, you know, and, and it's going to keep going back and forth and back and forth. And so let the intentions be known. Then y'all are good. So <laughs> that's all I got to say. Um, second thing is, which Megan from Sharita Sleepover told me I should have started this off with. Um, I'm going to do it now because it just kind of fell in that way. It is the steak and shrimp mentality. Um, This mentality has helped me in a lot of ways. It has improved me as a person and as a potential partner when it comes to dating. Like, I, (laughs) my, my therapist gave this to me. So this is why I'm I'm really going to make this highlight of the whole thing. Um, when you have a steak and shrimp mentality, this means that, uh, you bring a lot to the table. You're not one that's super easy. Uh, you're not, uh, people will say you're easygoing, but only because you choose to be an easygoing person, but you're not like an, uh, accessible thing that you can always run to. You're not, <laughs> you're not looking at what my therapist says, a, a pack of ramen noodles. Pack of ramen noodles versus steak and shrimp, you can clearly see the difference. One, you have to work harder for. One, you have to actually put in time to, to do. And the the outcome of it is going to be even 
10 times better than what you're going to get with just a pack of ramen noodles, unless you want to dazzle it up. But even then, it's still not the same, nor is it equivalent to a steak and shrimp meal. So, um, not only is this coming with the romantic aspect, but it's also coming with when it comes, uh, it, it also comes with your self-esteem, who you believe when, uh, not who you believe. It comes with how you see yourself and what you believe in yourself. Um, and for a long time, uh, I had dealt with really low self-esteem. I chose to make it easy, even when stuff shouldn't have been happening or I allowed stuff that shouldn't have been happening to me because I didn't believe that I was deserving of something that deserved time, that deserved respect, that deserved patience and, you know, the stuff that I want. I didn't feel like I deserved it. And I couldn't figure out why, but uh, I eventually I did. But it it played out when it came into my dating life. So when I treated myself as a pack of ramen noodles, I let other people treat me like a pack of ramen noodles. <laughs> and even though I was, I was expecting to be treated like steak and shrimp, but I wasn't treating myself that same way. So, um, so yeah, it just, when you start treating yourself better, people do end up treating you better. And then you realize you don't have to put up with stuff that people are giving you. You don't have to settle for just bare minimum. You don't have to settle for low maintenance. That is one thing. <laughs> that is one thing I was I was trying to remember where I was going with this was low maintenance. Um, low maintenance is one of those things where, you know, they'll be like, oh, I, I don't ask for a lot. I don't, you know, I just want you to do this and do this and I'll be happy. It's almost... To be honest, like Loki asking for for bare minimum. I'm just asking for bare minimum, boy. <laughs> um, low maintenance is low maintenance. That means you barely got to put in any effort into it. You really don't have to do that much to keep you running. Like that's the, it's just low maintenance. And if it breaks, it breaks. You can always get another one. Now, high maintenance, of course, you're going to take care of it, right? Because you don't want that thing to break. You don't want to pay thousands of dollars to have it fixed. So, <laughs> so you really don't want to choose the low maintenance life. But um, that that is one thing that I had to change my mindset on. So all of that to say... <laughs> Y'all, be the steak and shrimp. Be the steak and shrimp. Be the steak and shrimp. Be more. Do more. Become more. Believe that you are more. Just, I promise you, it's going to change everything. I promise. So, another thing that I learned is that I had to learn what I wanted when it, comes to a, when it came to a relationship. Um, 
I think one thing that helped was like learning the love languages thing. <laughs> I realized that what I needed was within that love language. And so I was like, oh, okay, well, hey, I want this. I want this. Like, I need this and this so I can return the favor and have it reciprocated and everything. <sighs> Honestly, it didn't, it took me to this last relationship to realize that I needed to highlight my wants and my needs in a relationship. It wasn't just about pleasing the guy and making sure that he's good and making sure that whatever he needs from me, he gets. It was also making sure I get what I want, making sure he hears what I need and having it reciprocated back. Because that's, that's, the, that's the thing about relationships. It's you're giving, you're receiving, you're, <laughs> you're taking, but you're also giving it back. It's it's back and forth thing. It's never it should never be one sided. It should never be just one person constantly giving and giving and giving, and the other person never giving it back, just taking. And then when you run out and you're like like a little shriveled prune or whatever, and they just walk away like, oh, you know, I know you're hurt. I know. They know what they were doing. Like, so, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just, some, I, I've been through that. Let's just say that I've been through that. And it's not a great feeling. It really isn't. It's never a great feeling to be in that sort of situation where you're the one who's constantly giving, especially when you're like me. I love to give. I love giving to people. I love helping people. That's just, that's just what I do, and you can't really tell me otherwise. Um, but, you know, there are people out there who just who just see it as an opportunity to, to drain you. And unfortunately, we have to go through it. We have to deal with it, and we just have to be more mindful of what people, um, people tend to do sometimes. So... Yeah. <laughs> all in all to say, I had to learn what I wanted. And what I wanted was not someone who just took, 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 took and never gave back. So <laughs> uh, there were some other things too. Like I like my actions being followed up with my words. I like a person like taking their time out, even if they are busy, just a little time out for me, just a small conversation or, hey, let's go do something. Let's go, hey, I'm hungry. Maybe we can catch some lunch on my lunch break. Something, you know? Like, this is stuff that I eventually saw as, as a need. So, <laughs> once I learned that, then I'm like, okay, I know what I can tell the next person I date. Uh, when I figured that out. <laughs> But I've also learned that relationships kind of just happen on its own. They kind of need to just happen on um on its own. To be honest with you, like for me, for me, I need to let it just just let it happen. Like if I look for it, 
I'm going to end up finding the wrong people, going to end up being in the wrong situations. And so when I just kind of let it go and kind of let it do its own thing, it tends to find me. And then I can decide whether or not I want to pursue. <laughs> and and uh, that's just something I, I realize I want it now. Um, oof, gosh, I'm telling you, this is a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm I'm kind of surprised I'm about how much I know. Uh, only being at 25 and and knowing all this stuff, <laughs> it feels like I've been through like 35 years worth of this stuff within. seven years, <laughs> seven, eight years or so. Um, so that tells you, I, I think I know a little bit. I'm not professional, but I think I know a little bit to say something. And hopefully y'all will hear me out and y'all would kind of go into this more um, for yourselves and see what maybe there's something that you need to do for yourselves in order to better your own dating life and <laughs> hopefully this has been helpful but um know that you are so much more than what people have been treating you you're so much more uh valuable and loving and respectful you deserve everything that you ask and you shouldn't let nobody treat you or tell you different honestly <laughs> and um yeah just keep the faith and don't give up if this is what you want if the relationship is what you want continue to keep that as a goal keep that in mind and just keep keep going keep trying again keep getting up and keep learning and <laughs> you'll you'll get there you'll find that that person or that person will find you and it's going to be great. So thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for hanging in there with me. Thank y'all for listening to my podcast. And yeah, I hope uh, to catch y'all all next week. Until then, I enjoyed you as you enjoyed me as we enjoyed each other. And I'll catch y'all on the flip side.